0: Hello, this is Michael Novenson with Information Security Media Group. I'm joined today by Andrew Howard. He is the CEO of Kadowski Security. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Th- thanks so much for speaking with me here. want to get a sense to start of really the biggest areas of technology investment for Kudelsky Security this year. It's a good question.
1: We are fundamentally a managed security services provider in the managed detection and response space, so our investment is heavy there. A lot of our clients are seeking more and more capabilities particularly in the soar space operational technology space cloud integration space as well as just continuous improvements to our threat detection capabilities which is really at the end of the day what the client what clients are seeking from us kind of outside the MDR MSSP space we've made a pretty sizable investment into the blockchain web3 space uh, our long-standing expertise in cryptography secure systems application security has really transitioned nicely into that space and we now have a team of 25 up and running in that uh, ecosystem working primarily with kind of the layer one chains and also the layer two applications
0: but it's a major growth area for us moving into 2020 the end of 2022. And 2020. So tell me a little bit more about the blockchain web3 space what, what are the needs that customers have and why do you feel Kodowski is well positioned to address them?
1: The needs come from basically two desires. So the first is uh, what is usually a security a security driver, which is compliance. So you have a lot of smart contracts and distributed application developers who want to get their application or their contract or their capability either out on a mainnet or out, into the, you know, out onto the Internet. And uh, typically that requires, by either their investors or their regulator or someone in their ecosystem, some type of security audit. So that's what drives a large portion of our business, which is security audits, uh, which look a lot like code reviews that we were doing on applications in the past. Now they're just on uh, distributed applications. And the second thing that is driving a lot of work for us is desires by some of the larger players in the space to, to really try and do security right. So not just have that compliance audit before they release something, but to integrate core security capabilities into their ecosystems uh, from the start, which is the right way to do things. So we're really addressing the problem both tactically and strategically. Uh, and we're we're really well positioned given our long standing history doing cryptography based work, which the space heavily requires. And then secondly, we have been for a long time hoping Web,
0: web application developers develop secure capabilities. So the, tra- the capabilities transition very nicely into this Web3. Uh, talk me through then some of the biggest differences between kind of the more classic web applications, securing those versus securing in the Web3 space.
1: Sure, I mean, my experience is, is that these applications just tend to be a lot more complex. You know, I, I just personally have been doing web application security for a long time, get used to the standard flow of how web applications work, how they communicate with other portions of the ecosystem, what you find in these distributed applications is that the logic just tends to be more complicated. There's a lot, a lot more dependency on third-party data providers, third-party security providers. It, they also tend to be complicated in how they do logic. So there's kind of fundamental logic inside these smart contracts and distributed apps that isn't always obvious. So it takes a bit of a trained eye. And then finally, they tend to be in languages mm-hmm. that uh, the average developer on the street just doesn't have the expertise in. Rust. Haskell, etc. Obviously, that expertise is growing, but uh, once when you put a lot of complexity
0: on top of a more challenging language, it becomes to You mentioned your background in cryptography being helpful as you move into the Web3 and the blockchain spaces. Why is that?
1: A lot of the clients we're working with are kind of rethinking about the uh, kind of fundamental structures of the blockchains that they're using, whether they're forking off a new chain or creating a new chain or working through new authentication mechanisms. There, there tend to be kind of complex cryptography questions to be not only answered, developed, and then reviewed. And we have been doing that kind of work in different spaces for almost 30 years. So the cryptographers we have on, on staff are,
0: are quite busy. So, t- uh, so tell me, in terms of customer profile, is this are these similar folks who are using Kudowski for MDR or is this really a different... Type of customer who's turning to you for the Web three? They are different clients, for sure. I mean, on our MDR
1: and our MDR business, we tend to serve big brands, big companies that you know. Um, and in the blockchain space, tends to be much smaller organizations, a lot of well-funded startups, but also some more mature companies that have a tremendous amount of cash that they're looking to invest into the Web three space. Typically venture-backed. I will say that. The circles are starting to kind of overlap like a Venn diagram because what's happening, what we're seeing on the Web3 space is that some, as you would expect, some of the standard security, cybersecurity type questions and requirements are starting to pop up on the Web3 space. I mean, how do you do governments, governance risk and compliance? You know, how do you do strong cloud security? And then finally, how do I monitor my Web two assets because even these Web three companies have Web two standard uh, IT assets. So we've started to sell and provide our MDR offerings into the blockchain.
0: Interesting. And how similar or dissimilar is it trying to deliver some of those capabilities in the Web three space? Is it is it does it require something very different than for more conventional MDR scenarios? I think monitoring
1: the kind of traditional IT assets is very similar. Companies tend to be cloud native in the cloud. So you're, you're talking about monitoring IT assets that are across a lot of different cloud providers. So it tends to be a very cloud-focused MDR environment, which is where we really thrive. Uh, where things get complicated is when the clients want to do more advanced monitoring on their on their Web3 applications. And that's a growing area for us. And where I think this MDR market, particularly in the Web3 space, will move is how do we get better monitoring, more comprehensive monitoring, not only on the IT
0: assets, but inside the, the Web3 assets themselves. So, so tell me a little bit about that. What are, why is that important, first off? And secondly, what are some of the challenges?
1: At the end of the day, you know, where if you look at the major security-related incidents that are happening in the Web3 space, whether that is people attacking wallets or finding vulnerabilities in smart contracts... These types of activities can be identified. And maybe you can't identify it right when it happens, but you can identify it right after it happens. And the sooner you can close the gap between when some bad incident happens and when you respond to it, that dwell time, when you can shrink that gap, you have more options on the table about what to do without it. And if you look at some of the major incidents as of late, the underlying application owners tend to find out about it late. So it's it's way too late to do anything about it. So we're trying to help companies kind of move the decision-making left, be a little smarter about what actions they take when nefarious actions happen on
0: their chains or just frankly within their ecosystem. So what would you like to see organizations doing if they're seeing nefarious actions on their chain or in their ecosystem? What, what do you feel the first step should be?
1: Uh, the good news is that the answer here is very similar to the answer we give in traditional enterprises, which is you don't have a plan. When it happens, it's, it's already too late. The good news is here that proactive action by experts can make a big impact. Just like we tell our traditional enterprise clients, you know, it's best to start thinking about the problem before it actually happens. So what is the plan? What's the instant response plan? Who's going to respond? What technical controls do we need in place? What is the responsive action that we're going to take? It's best to have those questions answered ahead of time. And that's where uh, we're really trying to help our strategic partners move is to be prepared.
0: So tell me a little bit about the landscape here when it comes to web3 or to blockchain security is it do you have a lot of peers who are offering similar services or how, how, many, how many folks do you see in this space trying to deliver what, what Kadowski is delivering? the security market in the Web3 space is growing.
1: There are several startup type native firms who were formed specifically to go work in this space. There are a lot of very small organizations, small firms, a couple of people and consulting tech contracts with clients. There aren't, what we don't see is a ton of companies that are like us kind of moving this direction, where they're doing cybersecurity work, but they're kind of moving into the Web3 space to serve the Web3 ecosystem. And the reason for that is it's a tough transition. We're fortunate, just based on our background, to have that expertise. Uh, but I would say as of today, there are not a tremendous number of security players. I expect that that will grow quite significantly over the next few years. And I'll caveat my answer a little bit to say that there are a lot of enterprises out there that are looking about into how can they Web3ify their applications, their business, how can they bring into economics, all those types of questions, which is a very similar but not the same space served by a different community of
0: providers. So I would say as a general statement, not a, not a huge number of firms, but it's growing quickly. Is that an area you'd be looking into when in terms of enterprises looking to Web3ify assets? Or do you feel that's a little bit of field from what, what your strengths are?
1: I think that's place that we do some work but our strength far and away is serving the kind of web3 native firms you go the layer one chains themselves and then the communities around them they're a very particular type of client that wants to work with a very particular type of firm and we we tend to meet those requirements
0: so when you're saying layer one can you give me a little bit more color around what you're referring to there i'm speaking specifically of the major chains solana algorand ether
1: ethereum etc and then on top of that you have a huge number of companies trying to build distributed apps on top of those chains those tend to be funded through venture capital funds or by the layer one chains themselves to try to try and drive activity wallet creation use of their chain and then ultimately increase in their utility tokens value and so the layer one chains and the blockchains themselves have a lot of interest in the people who build on top of them being successful so we try and position our firm Right there with them to help them not only be secure, but the the applications on top to be secure.
0: So in the overall context of what you do at Kodalski, how significant of a piece is this Web3 blockchain in relation to the overall universe of what you do at Kodalski? And then in terms of growth rate, how fast is this growing compared to other areas of your business? So it's uh,
1: today a fast-growing but small piece of our business. MDR and advisory services represent Client share of our business as well as uh, technology sale and support. So, kind of our traditional business is providing trusted advice, monitoring services, and technology to big enterprises, again, primarily big brands, but also school districts and hospitals and even small little startups. The blockchain space is growing for us. It'll, it will be a big piece of our business over the next few years. Obviously, we're in the crypto winter, which uh, has slowed the growth, but has not stopped the growth. so we continue to grow that. And I expect in a few years, this will kind
0: of be the a fourth pillar for us on top of the other. From a personnel standpoint, what has what this meant so far? I know you said it fast growing, but still relatively small. Have you been hiring and bringing in a lot of new people? Or has it been more retooling some of the folks who you had on the cryptography side to support this? How, what have you done from a personnel standpoint?
1: A little bit of both. I mean, the running joke in this community is that there's a lot of job postings out there asking for people with five to ten years of experience in this space, which is uh, a bit laughable. I mean, we've had some, we've had good luck hiring good people that were looking for jobs, but predominantly we've grown this expertise internally. And that's just somewhat the nature of the current environment. There just isn't a lot of expertise out there. We've found that the uh, individuals and engineers with web application security expertise tend to be able to transition quite nicely thought processes, the processes the procedures and just frankly the expertise tends to transition but that being said we've also taken people with operating system expertise
0: and moved them quite successfully so again predominantly internally but also external Let me ask you finally what what's next for Kudowski in this web 3 blockchain space where well, uh, what are some new emerging opportunities within this market that you're hoping to take advantage of? I
1: think you'll see us move more heavily into the solutions space. So our our Web3 security business, just like everyone else's today, is predominantly services. That's just where the market need is. And we are quickly transitioning to more technology-enabled services as well as just solutions themselves. So I expect in the next few months you'll, you'll see us make some announcements in that space. As I said at the beginning, we are starting to see some of our Web3 business and our cybersecurity business converge a little bit, which is quite nice and opens up some
0: opportunities for some cross-sell of technology. Andrew, thank you so much for the time. This has been very illuminating. Thank you. We've been speaking with Andrew Howard. He is the CEO of Kudelsky Security. For Information Security Media Group, this is Michael Novenson. Have a nice day.